0: going to talk mostly about your e and evaluation management, what you and I used to call our H&Ps and our workups. Um, and we're going to talk about modifiers. We're going to talk about some rules, about when to apply things. We're going to kind of mix in procedure talk with some of this. So there'll be a little bit of, hopefully, a little bit of everything for everybody. How's that? Again, the humbling reminder of what we do and what levels we do. And we have to remember our anatomy. This is one of my most fun slides. I'd love to leave this up there, let you kind of salivate on this slide for a little bit and kind of look at it because for those that were here in the last session and asked all those wonderful questions that I just got asked about how do I get paid, here's how you get paid. If you can understand this, you're doing better than I do. How's that? This is literally why our system is so screwed up right now and how to get you paid over in the office. This is the office side, this is hospital, so forget about that. But you talk about all these different people involved in coming up with classifications. We talk about diseases, we talk about procedures, we talk about uh, in the office, we use j codes for our drugs, our steroids, and all the other things that we use. How to bill it on certain forms and all of that kind of stuff. when you're talking Medicare, especially, this is one of the reasons why we have such a problem. All right, just real quick here, let me throw all these up. If you don't write it down, or dictate it, or document it, you didn't do it. It's real easy. If you didn't write it down correctly, you didn't do it. You can't say, well, I meant to say, or, oh, I forgot. That doesn't work. If you can't produce a copy, of what, a real hand copy, Yes, we're in the days of electronics, everything. But if you can't show me as an auditor, or if I'm representing you in a high-level court of appeals in front of administrative law judges, which is about one-third of my private practice now, and you can't show me, well, this is what we did. We dictated but it got lost. You just have no case to stand on right now. If you can't justify the medical necessity, as I said, based on the insurance carrier's definition. Somebody just asked me during the break about doing six-month skin evals. And I asked her point blank, tell me what the diagnosis is for that and what is the CPT code for a six-month skin eval? Since there is no code for either one, by the way. So you need to have a better reason to say I'm doing a six month skin evaluation or I'm doing a yearly evaluation. That means absolutely nothing from a billing and coding perspective until you put it into perspective of why are you seeing this patient today and for what reason or reasons. If you code it incorrectly, you don't get redos most of the time. If you code it correctly, you might get paid. Always doesn't mean you get to keep it, and definitely always be prepared to give it back because the hunt is on for PAs around the United States from an auditing perspective, and I'm gonna talk about that a little bit later here because you need to hear this. There's a lot of take-home messages in what I'm gonna tell you here. I gave you a lot of resources again. I don't need to belabor all that, a lot of resources. Talking about risk and billing, and I want to really kind of hone in on uh, certain ones here. Double billing is something you have no control over, but it's something you need to take back to your office and say, hey, why are we having so many claims being denied for double billing? Meaning somebody needs to get their act together and figure out what's going on. Medicare says if you do a procedure or you do an E&M service, Medicare says you bill out under your NPI number. All of you PAs and anybody else out there who is a medical provider licensed by your state and you are dealing with Medicare patients, you must, must, must,